I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Jillian Richards. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, October 18th. Here are today's headlines. More than 8 million people have already applied for student loan forgiveness, President Biden announced Monday. The Biden administration announced the plan to forgive student loan debt back in August and will provide up to $20,000 in relief for eligible borrowers. President Biden said Monday, I will never apologize for helping working Americans and middle class people as they recover from the pandemic, especially not the same Republicans who voted for a $2 trillion tax cut in the last administration, mainly benefiting the wealthiest Americans and the largest corporations, and didn't pay for a penny of it and racked up a deficit. A Heritage Foundation report from earlier this year cited a Federal Reserve analysis that found forgiving $10,000 per borrower would cost an estimated $321 billion. The White House is facing some legal challenges to its new policy. Heritage Foundation Research Fellow E.J. Antoni told the Daily... Heritage Foundation Research Fellow E.J. Antoni told the Daily Signal... The administration's twisted reading of the post-September 11, 2001 HEROES Act likely will not stand the scrutiny of current legal challenges. The Constitution does not permit the executive branch to unilaterally swindle taxpayers and creditors. The six state attorneys general in Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, and South Carolina have a strong case for not only an injunction but a permanent blocking of this student loan bailout scheme. The deadline to apply for student loan forgiveness is December 31st, 2023. President Biden said that if Democrats win the House and Senate this November, the first bill he will send to Congress would codify Roe v. Wade. Biden made these remarks at a Democratic National Committee event today. Biden argued that the Supreme Court denied women a fundamental right to abortion in its Dobbs v. Jackson ruling this June. Biden also said Republicans have doubled down on their extreme views on abortion and that he would veto any bill banning abortion nationwide that might pass in the next few years. Check out the president's remarks shared by C-SPAN today. The only sure way to stop these extremist laws that are put in jeopardy women's health and rights is for Congress to pass a law. And I've said before, the court got Roe right nearly 50 years ago, and I believe Congress should codify Roe once and for all. Right now, we're short a handful of votes. If you care about the right to choose, then you got to vote. That's why in these midterm elections are so critical to elect more Democratic senators to the United States Senate and more Democrats to keep control of the House of Representatives. And folks, if we do that, here's the promise I make to you and the American people. The first bill that I will send to the Congress will be to codify Roe v. Wade. Pro-life leaders such as March for Life President Jeannie Mancini have argued that President Biden's desperate attempt to sway voters by pushing painful abortions is clear evidence of how out of touch he is. 90% of Americans reject Biden's view that abortion should be legal up until birth for any reason. The 50th anniversary of the Supreme Court's ruling in Roe v. Wade is January 22nd. America's military strength is losing its ground to China, according to a new report from the Heritage Foundation. 
The eighth annual index of U.S. military strength was released today and offers some shocking insight into the strength and growth of the Chinese military. The report, which is roughly 600 pages, also warns that the U.S. military is at growing risk of not being able to meet the demands of defending America's vital national interests. Heritage Foundation President Dr. Kevin Roberts wrote in the report, A strong U.S. military is all the more important because America's existential threat, the People's Republic of China, is expanding its strength and global influence with the cunning of serpents. A French cement company pleaded guilty earlier today to paying the Islamic State millions of dollars in order to keep a plant open in Syria from August 2013 to October 2014. The Justice Department ordered the company, Lafarge, to pay roughly $778 million in criminal penalties. Assistant Attorney General Matthew Olson said in a statement, The defendants routed nearly $6 million in illicit payments to two of the world's most notorious terrorist organizations, ISIS and al-Nusra Front in Syria. At a time, those groups were brutalizing innocent civilians in Syria and actively plotting to harm Americans. He added, there is simply no justification for a multinational... He added, there is simply no justification for a multinational corporation authorizing payments to designated terrorist organizations. The Associated Press reported that Lafarge merged with Holsim, a Swiss company, back in 2014, but made the payments prior to the merge. U.S. Attorney General Brian Peace condemned the company's actions in a press release. Peace wrote, in the midst of a civil war, Lafarge made the unthinkable choice to put money into the hands of ISIS, one of the world's most barbaric terrorist organizations, so that it could continue selling cement. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, please be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. I'll be sitting down with Elbridge Colby to discuss his latest article on Taiwan and China's unwavering goal to take over the island. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating and review. We read all your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound design by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.